This week's episode is brought to you by the letter B. Because this week we're gonna be very fucking for real with ourselves. Give a fuck a lot of haters, what's up everybody how's everybody doing welcome back to episode 23 of black explaining the plot class so glad you guys decided to come back and join us this week for another wonderful episode um how's everybody doing everybody having a good week it's wednesday it's the middle of the week you know we're almost there or it's almost the weekend, at least, you know, for everybody who works, you know, my, my nine to fives, my Monday through Friday warriors, you know, it's almost the weekend. We're, we're so close. We can taste it. And Wednesdays are my work from home day. So, you know, I can chill, you know, get work done without a whole lot of pressure and get some stuff done in my home and feel like a, a real positive contributing citizen. You know what I mean? But I, how are y'all doing? Okay. Check in. You know, I y'all might not think I'm serious, but I am. DM me. Tell me, you know, I, I, there's this bitch at my job I don't fuck with. And you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say when you quit that job, I want you to hit that bitch with your car as you drive out of the parking lot. Okay? I Whatever you need, I got you. Like, just DM me. Let's be friends. Okay? I'm like, I'm serious when I say this, y'all. You could, I don't, you could DM me, act like we have known each other for 20 years, all right? I'm going to be like, yeah, girl, I remember that dude from uh 1987, <laughs> even though I wasn't alive, but we could talk about it. Um, Yeah, y'all. I love y'all. You know, this week especially, I wanted to take like a step back, or not like a step back, because this is still, you know, the, the content is still going to be here this week, but one thing I really wanted to talk about was like, you know, uh, and again, y'all. I don't, I want anybody to feel attacked. Okay. I love y'all, but we got to get it the fuck together. Okay. We got to get it the fuck together. I am tired of sitting up here on Beyonce's good internet telling y'all to go therapy and you don't go. All right. Yeah, yeah, you don't go. And I know you're not going. Okay. I know you're not going and that's okay. You know what? Some people don't have access. Some people don't have the resources and that's fine. But you know, I had a good, oh, I had a great therapy session this week with my, I had a great session this week with my therapist. And I'm, I I think this is what I want to talk about this week, guys. I want to have some conversations about feeling stagnant. Okay. Because I think at at least for me, you know, like I said, everything that I talk about on this podcast is how I feel. It applies to me. It, it means something to me. And, you know, I love that it also means something and it's relatable to other people, but I want to talk about it. I want to talk about like getting to that place in life where you feel like you're just kind of like comfortable or complacent. And I think a lot of times, like, you know, because, and the reason that I specifically want to talk about this is because every once in a while, you know, I accidentally end up on, you know, I get up at 3am and I run 10 miles and then I go work at the LLC that I bought, you know, with the money that I use after I got my CDO and was trucking and do, I, I, I work, I wake, I end up on, you got to hustle and grind, you know, internet, that side of the internet. And I don't want it. Okay. 
So I end up on the side of the internet where they're like, well, I got four businesses, six LLCs, I own two nonprofit organizations, and I drive a Ferrari. Like, and I want you guys to know that comparison is the thief of joy. And specifically, as we navigate this era of social media where it's so easy, you know, to have access to the parts of people's lives that feel, you know, much more positive leaning, because don't get it wrong, okay? Don't get me wrong. I, when I be on the internet, I, especially when I used to be on Facebook, like, the positives and the negatives were there, okay? While I saw everybody's accomplishments and everybody's positive life stories, all of their inspirational stories, every every everything that was good, I also saw, you know, the girls who arguing with their baby daddy on live, you know what I'm saying? Because they just ran him and his girlfriend over at the at, at the checkers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also saw that. Yep. Mm-hmm. So while there is a variety of content options on the internet, it can be very easy, especially when you have like when you're a when you're a person who is anxious or you're a person who's like a people pleaser or you're a person who's like, you know has had some confidence or self-esteem issues in the past. The era of social media and the way we have so many connections in today's day and age can make it really easy for you to be harder on yourself than you are now. Like, but I, I've, I've always been hard on myself and I know a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of people who are also very hard on themselves. And let me just tell you, social media does not make it better. And I'm not just saying like, I'm just out here comparing myself to everybody on social media. That's not the case. I'm also, you know, evaluating myself by these standards that I created for myself that where the fuck did they come from? You know what I mean? Like, how, some of the standards, y'all, that I'll be talking about therapists about in therapy, I don't know where they came from. They're very arbitrary. You know, they're giving Eurocentrism. And I'm like, I, I don't know who said that. You know what I'm saying? Because, y'all, there is this little corporate girl in my head, all right? She wakes up every morning. She goes to work. She chuckles like Gabrielle Union does and whenever she plays, uh, you know, a corporate woman. And, you know, she makes remarks about the company and then she packs her bag and she she comes home after a hard day's work I don't know who that woman is I ain't never met to this day I ain't never met her nice lady nice lady no she good not nice lady I don't know her. <laughs> you know like and I think especially for black people who have like the the work version of themselves the school version of themselves the family version of themselves you create a set of standards for that version of yourself because that person was created as a defense mechanism. You know what I'm saying? Like you created this hyper achieving version of yourself because you were like, you know, you heard that you were smart. You heard that you you could do it. You just put your mind to it and you you, you feel the, the pressure of like wanting to succeed and wanting to, you know, meet the goals that you've outlined for yourself and not getting close to them or getting diverted or seeing different versions of those goals feel like rejection. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't want to get like, and I'm because I, I ain't a therapist. I'm not a yonla. 
I just want to talk about my personal experience, y'all. So if it don't apply, let it fly. All right. I'm going I'm to put the palms up because y'all ain't about to be on here talking about black and ruin my life. No, I did it. <laughs> I, I had a disclaimer. Black explaining didn't ruin your life. But no, in all seriousness, y'all, like I want to talk about especially like let, let's get real, y'all. Our mental health as a community is not where it could be. I still know way too many people who could go to therapy and could have access and, you know, just avoid going or participating because they feel like it makes them weak or they feel like, you know, they're admitting defeat to fucking something. And I just like, if you fucking need help, get it. You feel what I'm saying? Somebody, cause y'all, a lot of y'all be on the internet, you know, singing to Roddy or what's his name? Uh, I'm, I'm over here like my mama, what, what that boy that? But y'all know him, uh, the sad one, always singing the, the ghetto gospel, uh, right way. Y'all be out here, you know, taking fucking nine Dutch blunts to the face, drinking a fucking fifth of Hennessy, talking about I'm fighting these demons, when the reason the demons are winning because the demon is you. You're the demon. That's why the demon is winning, because you're fighting yourself and you're losing. You know what I mean? It is normal, you know, to feel like you could use some help balancing life. It's normal to feel like you could use some help interpreting, you know, some of the feelings or the thoughts that you have. It is also normal to seek help after trauma, you know, after hurt and, you know, while you're seeking healing and rejuvenation. I know this is getting real uplifting, y'all. Okay. I know it. I can feel the spirits being lifted on this plan. But in all seriousness, y'all, like it is very normal to seek help or to, you know, seek that assistance for, for, you know, finding that balance in your life. It's fucking normal. Me and my therapist, we're BFFs. I love her. I would take a bullet for her. Okay. Look. We we're on and we're on the same fucking page. Every single solitary week I go to her office and she be reading me, okay? And I just be stuck every single solitary time. And that discomfort I feel is what has really helped me grow over the years. You know, like I y'all 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 didn't know 2015 black explaining, okay? Y'all didn't, oh, y'all definitely didn't know 2017 Black Explaining. Okay, it was it was a little while. It was a little touch and go there, um, you know. But that's what I really like. I, I feel like the discomfort that comes from some of the uncomfortable, uneasy truths of therapy are really what force you, you know, to face the, the realities, the truths about yourself and really grow as a person like I, I really do but nonetheless you know I want us to be very fucking for real okay some of you niggas are delusional I'm, I'm, I'm switching a little focus here some of you motherfucking niggas are delusional okay and I say delusional with a capital D a capital E and a capital L delusional delusional okay because 
some of this motherfucking shit ain't normal. And I want you to like, especially because, remember the episode I when I was talking about friends, like you have to have boundaries and you, you want to be support systems for each other, but you cannot be the only outlet. Like it is not unreasonable that your friend does not have the mental capacity, you know, to talk about the time that you got fucking robbed, stabbed, shot, beat up and kidnapped in the same evening, you know, and then the next day your fucking cat died. All right. That is emotionally overloading. And I think a lot of times people are like, well, I got my day ones. You know, I got my gang. I got woo woo. And I want you to, I want to let you know that sometimes those people don't have the emotional space to perform the emotional labor needed to process all of your trauma and your emotions. And that's what the professionals are for. Okay. Because I... You know, I, I, I 100% want to support my friends and I 100% want to support my family and, you know, the people who feel comfortable enough to confide in me, but baby, that time your ex-girlfriend stripped you naked, fucking drenched you in baby oil, hogtied you, tossed her in the back of your trunk and drove you to Mexico. You need to talk to the lady about it. You do. Mm-hmm. You do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, you, 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 you got to talk to her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that needs to be discussed. Yeah. Like you, uh, flinching when, you know, somebody gently touches your shoulder to like wake you up at a reasonable time. And like that, we, we need to talk about that. We need to talk about like why a lot of times men are so quick to fight especially when they're feeling a little territorial. You know what I mean? Like, why is the fact that somebody called your girlfriend's hair, you know, voluptuously curly, why weird? Why is it making you violent? Let's get to the root of those anger issues, babe. And you notice how I've switched gears from generally to men. And this is specifically because you niggas get on my nerves. And I know this is supposed to be a limit. It's supposed to be uplifting. But we know what the fuck it is, y'all. We know what the fuck it is. I think oftentimes black women are a lot more receptive to therapy. They're more open. You know, they feel more comfortable with it. And because of the unrealistic white imperialist patriarchal standard of masculinity that black men often adhere to, it does not allow them to seek the help of therapy because it's seen as feminine. And you know, I'm not going to say that's delusional, but it's fucking delusional and what did I say we were going to be on this episode very fucking for real okay let's be very fucking for real okay you know what let's 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 switch gears I need you motherfuckers to get serious get a primary care doctor get a regular goddamn dentist that you see on a consistent basis eat a fucking vegetable drink some goddamn water and maybe meditate because a lot of y'all and I'm saying this because I'm seeing way too many videos of people having mental fucking breakdowns in the Wendy's drive through line. The fact that your burger did not have 13 pickles exactly does not mean you throw the burger in the worker's face and then try to drag her through the drive through window. We need to break that anger down. All right. <laughs> we need to be very fucking for real, y'all. I'm sorry. I know I switched gears, but this is what this 
this is what it looks like. This is what a journey looks like, y'all. Why the fuck are you getting active with the bitch at Panera, all right? She trying to put your broccoli cheddar soup in the bag. Give her a second. Give her a fucking second. I, I just, like, the the entire world, every single solitary person in the world, like, it feels like just a fist is being clenched. There's a lot of tension, a lot of tightness right now. And I 100% get and understand that it's due to, you know, the the changing and involving times because of the pandemic and the economic crisis that we're in. There's just, there's just a lot of tension, a lot of pressure, a lot of tightness, a lot of anger, a lot of hostility. But that's 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 how you have a damn stroke. That's how you have an aneurysm. You know, that's that's how you stress yourself to the point of no return. I like right the fuck now. I want you to unclench your jaw. I want you to release your shoulders. Let them let them down. You know what I'm saying? I want you to unclench that butt cheek. Mm-hmm. And I want you to take a deep breath. All right, because few things in life are worth holding consistent stress in your body over. You know what I mean? Like I, and I know I sound a little, I'm not a hippie, I promise. And I'm not, yeah, it's just, look y'all, I'm reaching out my hand. (laughs) You can't see it, but I, I want so much better for us. I think it's, it's so important to regularly check in with yourself, to regularly take stock of your own emotions and your own feelings and to communicate them. I think if there is one thing I have always been, it's a good communicator. Like I, nobody will ever tell you that I have shied away from a conversation. Nobody will ever say that about me. And I want that for y'all too. If something is on your chest, get it off. Snatch it right on off. I want you to let it out. I don't care what it is. I don't care. I want you to have that conversation with that friend that you have been feeling uncomfortable about for a while. I want you to have that conversation with your parent you know, about boundaries or about your relationship or about communication, if you can, you know, or if you have decided to to pivot and you've gone no contact, good for you. Have that conversation with yourself. And I want you to forgive yourself for feeling like you could do more or you should have acted differently. Or I want you to, I, I want you to let go of all of that. I, I don't want you to hold on to any of that, okay? I, and if you're a man, I want you to be very fucking for real. I'm sorry. I don't have any of that for men. Um, I, I'm going to try y'all. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. No. You know what? No, I do. I, I, I want you to learn the peace that comes with communicating your truth and needs. Like if your truth is that you either that you don't want something and you would prefer certain boundaries within relationships, communicate that. That's your truth. That's 
Those are your needs, you know? And that's the thing. I think a lot of times men shy away from communicating their needs and their truth because manipulating people and staying to get what they want is much easier. But like I, I told y'all, I was trying, okay? But no. And especially because, look, men, like, there's so much that happens. Like, and I, because black men and black women were aligned in, you know, the level of oppression we face when we, we deal with the world and in professional spaces and white spaces and whatever else you can think of. We, they're, they're all similar. They're the same. So that, that cultural understanding that we have of one another is especially beneficial in friendships and relationships. Like if you have black friends, black female friends, black male friends, you know, relating to each other on, from that perspective can be very, you know, helpful and, you know, feeling and being understood. So, yeah. And then the other thing I was going to say is, men, I need you to let go of the patriarchal standard of wanting to be understood, respected, and uplifted by only other men. Okay. I need you to let that go. If your truth is that you are attracted to certain types of women, but you feel judged and belittled and humiliated by your friends and you don't, you know, act on it or you reject those women in the face of your other friends. I don't, there's no peace in that. There's no freedom in that. There's no understanding in that and you are not a friend to that person and they are not a friend to you okay so look I I'm sorry that this episode wasn't like so I I just really like I I love us okay and I think it's very important that we take care of our mental health the same way we Try to take care of our physical health because building that trust and that relationship within yourself only betters, you know, the type of community member you're able to be, you know, and that means you being a good friend and you being a community, good community member means, you know, you're creating space for other people to do the same. You know, y'all, I'm sorry. Look, I, this is every once in a while, I just got to take a break from the regularly scheduled programming and just have a, have a minute, have a moment, just have a moment. And this, this, I, I just had a moment, y'all. But please believe that the shenanigans are back on starting next week. Okay, we will be resuming the horror story series. Now, which horror stories y'all gonna get? I don't know. It could be a combo. It could be one of many. But we're back on our bullshit, okay? But no, for real, y'all, for real. I want you to take care of your mental health. Take care of your physical health. Take care of yourself. Take care of your friends. Take care of your community, your village. Take care of those things water those things and watch, you know, 
how well, you know, those things can grow when you mend them, when you take care, where you tend to them, when you take care of them. You know, I think I see a lot of times, especially in like, you know, the way white, like the way white people display black friendship on television, where it's like the back and forth and the, they're always arguing, like, no, have peace in your life and your friendships and your relationships, have peace in your home, have peace in your heart. That's what I want for us. Okay. All right, y'all. Y'all know what the fuck it is, okay? It's hump day. I want y'all to do two tequila shots for me this weekend. If you don't drink tequila, maybe take Hennessy. But please don't drink Hennessy, y'all. It's not good, all right? It's 2022. We're done lying about Hennessy, okay? But in the meantime, y'all know what the fuck it is. Stay black.